Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Politics and Pop Culture with Sierra. And Chris Sumlin, today is Friday, October 2nd, 2020. Sierra, how are you feeling this morning? I am feeling... entertained that's for sure Mm -hmm. i woke up and went on social media and just the memes the tweets galore i had a great chuckle this morning um so i'm just gonna get right into it let's get Uh, right into it take me there I remember I woke up like me, it was late. I want to say like midnight last night and my mom leaves like the news on like 24 seven. And so I think I heard some, one of the news reporters saying like, we are waiting for the test results to find out if the president does indeed have the virus. And I've, and I just thought last night, I'm like, I have to be dreaming. Like this cannot be the news cycle. Um, so let me just read it. CNN posted president Trump and first lady Melania Trump have tested positive for COVID-19. At 74 years old, Trump's diagnosis is the most serious known health threat to a sitting president in decades. The president's physician, Navy Commander Don Sean Conley, Dr. Sean Conley, wrote in a memo that the Trumps were doing well and will spend their quarantine and recovery at the White House. So what happens next? Joe Biden needs to be immediately tested, says CNN chief medical correspondent, Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Since Biden recently shared the stage with the president of with the president for the debate. It could take a week for the Trumps to develop any symptoms, an ER doctor said, and Vice President Mike Pence may have to prepare to take over some of the president's duties if he's oh sidelined. Gosh. I never Expert- thought about that. Yes, like he would literally have to take over and like do his yeah. thing. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Experts say this could also pose a national security concern and leave the country more vulnerable to meddling and discord, not to mention the Trumps have traveled freely and rarely worn masks. So medical experts say there is an untold number of people who may have come in contact with them wow that is really really crazy and it's funny because i'm on facebook and everyone like you know we always talk about how the world is very anti-trump and like trumpophobic and so i found my facebook newsfeed of everyone just like almost celebrate like oh karma and i'm like y'all like this puts us all at a risk because Mm -hmm. our sitting president is ill and could really like get sick especially his age i remember do remember when nancy pelosi was like weight group and like age and all of that Mm -hmm. so there's nothing to celebrate this is not a good thing this is not Karma, this is awful. This puts all of us at risk that our sitting president has this deadly virus that has the whole world up in flames. So we need to be praying for President Trump. We need to be hoping that him and his wife get better. I hope they have no symptoms. I hope they have a speedy recovery. And this is absurd. And I just really hope that his health is okay because it puts all of us at risk if we have yes. any type of crisis regarding President Trump's health because that is our president. Like as exactly. much as we may not like him, if you want to talk to the president of the United States, you're going to hit up Donald Jerome Trump, period. Mm-hmm. There's no one yeah. else you're going to call. So... I hope he gets better. I really do. Me too. Like this, it's, it's scary because it's like, we need a president point blank and period. We need one in order for this democracy to work. And just this threat of him being sick puts everything it's everything's on murky water now. Like everything is so unsure. After the debate happened, I heard a news correspondent said that the uh, the stock markets went down after mm-hmm. the debate. Right. Everything that happens in the government, uh, 
in the public eye has ripple effects throughout the global economy. And that is our pockets. That's how we pay our bills. That's how businesses stay open. So it's nothing to really celebrate. But, you know, I am a conspiracy theorist at heart. And so just everything that that comes out about politicians. It's just like, why is this happening now? Like, why are we hearing about it like this? And so I'm just, I thought it's interesting how during the debate, how Donald Trump seemed to have cared less about the 200,000 people that died from COVID, how he just didn't seem to have any sympathy and was criticizing Biden for not wearing a mask. So I think it's um, pretty timely and almost perfect timely for them to now be infected. So now they can say like, I've been there, I've had it, I know. So then it also puts them on the opposite side. And now people who also have had that virus can sympathize with each other and with the president. Now the president can come to the people and say like, I've gone through this too, like so many of you. So I think like, it hurts, but then it could also help. You know what I mean? I agree. And, I agree wholeheartedly. And so then if you want to even take the conspiracies further, people are saying now he's going to be the first to text out this vaccine. You know, now he's going to get this vaccine. And now that. he could possibly say, hey, it works. My vaccine works. I've had the virus and now I'm cured. So it could also play on that front too, just seeing how this all plays out. So that's just where my head is going. But we need we need to believe in this democracy because if we as people don't believe in the democracy, then so many other things will start to crumble. Like our economy, our dollar. And I think you've raised a good point. Like if he comes out on the other side of this like healthy, then I feel like that's only going to exacerbate people's um disobedience to CDC guidelines. Like if he comes on the other side of this healthy and okay, he'll be like, well, the virus isn't that big of an issue anyway. So you guys don't have to take it as seriously. Like that's what I'm really worried about where if he comes out of this healthy and then he has like one more rally because we're less than like 35 days away from the election. So if he quarantines for two weeks, comes out healthy and then starts holding rallies again and he's seen as like healthy and stronger than ever, that is gonna really encourage a lot of people to say, well, the virus isn't that serious, just F the whole thing. And mm -hmm. that can be incredibly dangerous for all of us. So I think that's a possibility as well. Yeah. But Dr. Jill Biden, she walked up on that stage with her, with her mask, mask on. on. Mm -hmm. Yes, she did. And I think, you know, I know young people who have gotten the virus and who have gotten sick, like sick, just miserable, just like the worst time in their lives. And I'm the type of person, I don't want to get sick, period. I don't want nobody's cold, nobody's flu. And so it's just like being sick is not fun. It is not the move. Like we want to be in good health regardless of whatever the illness is. So it's just like no joking matter. It's just like, it's not like, oh, I'll, I'm young and I'll get sick and I'll get over it. Like, no, no, you don't want to get sick, period, regardless, because you just don't know. For sure. All right. Staying on the Trump front. Yes, let's go ahead and switch gears. On Thursday night, CNN's Anderson Cooper broadcast a leaked phone recording of First Lady Melania Trump in which she vented to her former friend, Stephanie Winston Wolkoff. And this is the woman who wrote the book, Melania and Me, which is available now wherever books are sold, uh, in July 2018 about the White House Christmas display and her infamous trip to the border during that summer migrant family separation crisis. The woman says, um, Trump says she doesn't care about for having to put together holiday displays. Who gives 
a F about Christmas stuff, discussing her frustration with critics who wanted her to do more about the administration's family separation policy. The first lady said, oh, what about the children that were separated? Give me a effing break. This is the first time I think we've heard Melania Trump's voice in a way that wasn't perfect and politically correct. It was very interesting to hear her use an F-bomb for her to kind of say, who gives an F about Christmas stuff? Oh, give me an effing break and to vent to her friend in this manner is different. And I don't know if this means anything to anyone. This kind of shows that she is kind of similar to Trump in that way. I don't think we've ever would hear Michelle Obama or First Lady Bush talk this way. Um, so, or Hillary Clinton for that matter. What are your thoughts on Melania Trump using this almost offensive language to talk about children and Christmas and separation policies. What do you think, Sierra? I think, I don't know where this whole narrative is that Melania Trump is different than Donald Trump or that she's nicer than him or that she balances him. I don't know who created that narrative. They they are the same. Like they agree with each other. Like they don't disagree with each other. I believe that they are in there being each other's cheerleader. I think she stands by Donald Trump and agrees with what he does and is in and agrees. And so I'm not surprised. I am not surprised at all. I think publicly it doesn't look good for her to be as vocal about things or vulgar about things because that's not good for the image. But I think this is definitely her. I think they are a match. They got married not because they're opposites, but because they're the same. She was, you know, furthering the Obama birtherism thing just as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm not surprised. And I'm not surprised that they all have these shady friends who are recording their conversations, um, who are on their payroll just to get even more buck on the book end. So I'm not surprised. She's the same. Like, let's stop trying to make Melania Trump be some type of saint or nice woman. Like, she's just like Donald Trump. And yes, she's still the first lady. And so it's just like, yeah, my hands are tied. Yeah. I definitely hope that, yeah, I don't think anyone cares, honestly, about Melania Trump talking crazy. It's just interesting as we close to election, how wild things are getting. I feel like the closer we're getting to election, we're just getting more and more stories and more and more information. And I do think that the, the Trumps are not doing well. Like, I feel like they're behind in the polls. They have COVID. There's these tell-alls are being written from rage to Melania and me. And I'm just, I just feel like this is, they're done. Um, Prayers to the Trump family, because I feel like they're really going through it. In yeah. pop culture news, Nicki Minaj just welcomes her first child. Nicki Minaj just recently had her first baby. Congratulations to rapper Nicki Minaj. Yay, go Nicki. Do you have any favorite Nicki Minaj songs? Like, do you like any of her music? I, I was big on... Uh, the moment for life, save me. Like I, I rocked with that album. Pink that Friday. was like, yeah, Pink Friday. Oh, oh. Speaking of that, Cardi B's new album is called Black Pink. No way. That's been confirmed. Yeah, Cardi B just posted it. Black. Yeah. Black Pink album is out now. So cute. I'm. Fe oh no, that's not her. I'm sorry. <laughs> What is it? See, see, y'all, this is why ain't nobody's news reporter. Okay, go on. How do the bar how are the barbs feeling? 
That's a good question. I, I, I hope she has, I've, I saw some things online where people were saying, I hope she's having a little boy because you know, one of her lines is all these is my sons. Like everybody's my son. So I'm hoping that she actually has a little boy, but congratulations to Nikki. On yeah. the other side of the spectrum, what's going on with Chrissy Teigen, Sierra? Okay, pardon me, but I just have to correct myself after giving uh, fake news about the Cardi <laughs> B. Blackpink, oh, Blackpink is a, is a, um, is a, what do they call them? Korean K-pop is a K-pop group. And Cardi B is on a, on a record for them. Boom. K-pop is really taking over the charts. Like BTS really gets like number one singles and songs in our country. And I think that that's so weird. And I definitely think Donald Trump will be against it. Kind of like when Parasite won the Oscar, two Oscars. Mm -hmm. It's interesting how Korean culture is kind of creeping its way into American culture. It's really interesting. I've been to uh, South Korea and I think, you know, us and Koreans, um, they respect and have kind of like, not sympathy, but they really relate to Black culture as far as the church and as far as Christianity and as far as hip hop. And not in a cultural appropriation type of way, but in a like, we really respect and appreciate and understand um this culture so it's kind of like always like this thing i don't know if you've ever seen like the viral videos of like koreans in church like singing the mess out of some gospel wow. songs um so yeah so cardi b's on the album okay so moving on um we'd like to send our condolences to john legend and chrissy Teigen, who lost their child um i think two days ago um, mm -hmm. But it was all over, all over, all over, all over social media. Um, do you have any thoughts on this, Chris? Um, anyone losing a child is sad. It's unfortunate. My issue is, I'm so sorry to say this, but the performance of it all, I just think it's very, very odd to have that personal private moment shared. Like when I look on her social media and I look on BET's Instagram and I see a photo of her in the hospital crying, who really said, oh, let's take a photo right now. Let's definitely take a photo of this and let's post it to social media. Let's share these images. I think that that was a little bit intrusive. I felt bad for even seeing those photos. And so I just wonder, you know, everything doesn't need to be shared. My mom always taught me that social media is not a diary. Like I understand people are public figures and that's one thing, but there always has to be a clear boundary. I think when Mariah Carey had a miscarriage, I think when Beyonce had a miscarriage, I think we didn't see it to a certain degree. Like we didn't see Beyonce in the hospital crying. And so I just wonder like, you know, that's just unfortunate. Like you don't put yourself out there like that. So I think it's unfortunate that she lost her child. That's so sad, but the performance of it all, the social media clicks of it all, I thought was um, tacky and distasteful. Mm -hmm. um, I agree with you on some, some of it. I think Chrissy Teigen can do whatever she wants to do, right? She can grieve however she wants to grieve. She can post picture, she can post however many pictures she wants to post. Um, she has every right to do that. People can grieve however they want to, as long as like it's not causing direct harm to anyone else. I think it, those images are extremely triggering. You know what I mean? It's just, it's terrible to have that happen to anyone. Right, um, sure. And so, to have it be, I don't fault Chrissy Teigen for posting on her social media, but I kind of just, I'm looking at all of these other 
like E! News, all of these other news outlets that are now like sharing this image even more for their followers and for their audience. That's just kind of eerie to me. And I'm, and I know, you know, they probably have a publicist, um, but still it's just, I don't, I don't get the morality of news outlets reposting such tragic things and it's like why are you guys capitalizing off of tragedy it's just like where (laughs) like even if you are saying like oh our condolences like no you you are a news a gossip site a media outlet um and you are sharing this and you are profiting off of these clicks off of this information you are drawing more eyes to your business to what you're trying to push and i just feel like that is just so evil because now you are posting it and now under your comment section you have the trolls just spewing more hate under that and so now celebrities are now coming out and saying having to defend Chrissy Teigen and it's like no like no one should be put in that position to have to defend a grieving mother for how she grieves and so it's just like I blame social media and these sites more than I blame you know Chrissy Teigen you know it's just like how is the world Mm -hmm. responding to this it's and it's like I don't want to see it like I just don't want to see it I empathize um but it's just like I don't want to see everyone reposting this yeah because some private things are just meant to be private did you check out the Savage Fenty fashion show at all yesterday Rihanna just released the volume two Savage Fenty fashion show which is released on Amazon video available now wherever you can stream Amazon. I do not have Amazon Prime. I unfortunately had to get rid of my uh, subscription when the pandemic hit because I'm like, these automatic payments, (laughs) they were cute when I had a job, but now they just, money's going out. So I got rid of it, but I have to go on my mom's account and watch that. I didn't really watch the first one, but I see everybody posting about it and it looks like a fun time i also hear she has savage fenty boxers so i think maybe i'll buy a pair because i'm not really interested in stuff when it's just like female like I'm, I, I love rihanna but i'm about to watch a whole fashion show where there's nothing i can gain or profit or buy but are you ready to get doing men's re- underwear i'm like hmm. yeah yeah are you ready to get canceled chris with my comment no I looked, I looked, I went on savagefenty.com, right? Now I'm not a lingerie girl. The lingerie looks good. Like the lingerie looks really nice. But then I'm a boxers, I'm a leggings, I'm a sports bra type of girl. And so I look on there and it just looks kind of cheap to me. <gasps> no. Like, no. It, like it doesn't look like that expensive Riri. You know, it looks like that uh target riri that walmart riri wow in my but i am like i i have spent i'm sorry i have spent 200 dollars on a pair of leggings before so it's like i i like the quality you know what i mean and it just Mm -hmm. wasn't serving me rich just as as far as the boxers are concerned uh but the lingerie looks expensive and sexy I'll buy a boxer brief. Why not? I'll buy a boxer brief. Mm-hmm. We'll see what it's talking about. I'd love to see the packaging. Maybe we'll talk about it next week on the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So Meg the Stallion and Chris Rock are going to be on the season premiere of Saturday Night Live tomorrow. Do you watch Saturday Night Live? I haven't, but I wouldn't mind seeing Meg. I do love the musical performances. Like I've never watched a full episode in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, Shout out to that. But um, I will check it out. I watch all of like their political stuff. They put out a teaser of Maya Rudolph getting, getting her Kamala on. Um, and then Jim Carrey is playing Joe Biden. And so I wonder if now that Trump has the virus, if that is going to change the tone of maybe anything that they're planning as far as jokes and tastes are concerned. I mean, it hasn't stopped them before, but I just wonder you know, where's the line? Where is the line? You know, when it comes to like, what's on limits, what's off limits? Yeah. We'll see what happens. I'm interested to see the show and I'm sure that it will be very, very entertaining. Have you seen any of Maya Rudolph's Kamala Harris stuff? I've seen things on Twitter, like little clips and she's really talented. Like they need to pay her more. Maya Rudolph is that girl like she is a comedic queen i know like tina fey's got her sh- got like 30 rock and all those shows and amy poehler's gotten parks and rec and all i'm i want a maya rudolph show like i want a maya rudolph the office 30 rock style show but she's probably just chilling you know just living her best maya rudolph life her best Maya Rudolph life. I could imagine that. I'm I'm sure it'll be very, very entertaining. Like people go up, especially now with everything going on in pop culture and politics, like people are gonna really go up for her and like, they're gonna watch it and they're gonna love it. And I'm excited. Yay. Okay, so um, is it my day for like the personal development and growth? Thing? Give us something good. Give us something good. Okay, so I just go all over the place. And I feel like with self-help in general, I went through a phase where I was reading like all the self-help books in the world. And it almost starts to get repetitive and almost like gimmicky, but still it can help. So I was thinking last night that we as people can always afford to give each other more grace to be graceful with ourselves and just show grace to other people. And and what that is, is just being nice and kind and forgiving. I think a lot of times we can be hard or insensitive or not care, even when it comes to ourselves. But when you're that way towards other people, it reflects back on you and you start to show those same aggressions towards yourself. So I think when you extend grace to other people, that in turn reflects back to you and showing grace to yourself. And if you mess up if you fall down if you're having a bad day it's okay you're still breathing you still have that breath so just show yourself grace i love that such a good moment such a good way to end the show i like that show yourself some grace this week absolutely and this weekend do you have any plans for the weekend sierra nope y'all the president (laughs) was infected i am staying inside i'm not playing games i do not i do not want to get sick uh i have i'm gonna watch saturday night live Mm -hmm. cool (laughs) i think same here yeah i don't have anything to plan but we hope everyone has a safe weekend yes stay safe social distance wear your mask i was in the bookstore the other day and like there was a family behind me a dad with his like little kids and i was just standing in line i wasn't even like really 
self-aware of social distancing. But next thing you know, the dad was like, buddy, buddy, back up. You're invading her space. You are not social distancing. Back up. He was talking to his little toddler. And I'm like, oh, that's so cute. I wasn't even paying attention. (laughs) But his son was just reading his little book. And he was like, back up, buddy. Social distance. And I'm like, y'all better believe. Y'all better believe. Love that. Yes. So thank you guys so much for watching. Like, comment, subscribe, tell your friends about us. Yes, we'll we do be new back episodes next- every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Guaranteed to be posted by 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes. Thank you guys for watching another episode of Politics and Pop Culture with Sierra. And Chris, thank you all so much. Have a safe weekend. Bye.